Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an early rising show of coffee and crypto in the AM. Um, what's going on, YouTube, Facebook, New Money Matrix podcast, family? How we doing out there? Um, y'all already know what it is. It's Financial Fridays. It's uh, the third of May. Um, starting off with a good, starting off the month, looking real nice out here. Um, we can see the gains all across the board. I mean, for anybody that's, that's, that's visible right now, that's present right now, we can see the gains all across the board right now within the crypto space. And this is overnight, family. These are 24-hour uh, percentage uh, gains that when you look at that compared to that which the bank or other investments give you within a 24-hour period, it just doesn't add up. You know what I mean? Um, add on the fact that it's, it's, it's a legit um, gain, you know what I mean? Nothing illicit about it. It just, add, it just adds on to the... Uh, there we go. Let's go. Hey, we're going good right now. Family, if y'all out there and y'all trading, y'all got the advantage of trade with leverage and y'all not using that leverage, man, y'all crazy. Y'all better use that leverage. Uh, let me show you right quick. What's going on, family? How we doing? Uh, who we got checking in? Miss White, Miss Hill, Brother Parks, Miss Agnes, uh, Brother Hill, uh, Miss Latiara, Brother Izzy. What's going on? Peace, power, and prosperity to everybody checking in on the YouTube side. I mean, the uh, Facebook side of things. Let me see who I got checking in over here in the YouTube world. Give me one second. Give me one second. Let me see if I got anybody present over here. Okay, we got that. Let's see what we got going on. See if we got anybody checking up, checking in over here on the YouTube side of things. Okay, we got Brother Kennedy checking in over here on you know, uh, YouTube land. What's going on? Grand Rising, my brother. How we doing? It's looking lovely out here. Is it not, family? Did I not tell you that you go into a man's pockets when he's uh, leaking out in the middle of the street bleeding? You see the t what type of results any and everybody would have got just for taking my shady advice? <laughs> you know what I mean? Anybody. I'm talking about anybody that would have took my little shady advice back then. In fact, let's see if we can, uh, let's see if we can see one such post. Let's see if we can see one such bloody Bloody pocket post and see. Let's see if we can compare prices from then uh, leading up until now. Let's see if we can find one. Let's look for these all red markets real quick. Where are they at? Them red days wasn't too too long ago. Wait, hold on. I think we got some. What we got going on here. Fifty-two eighteen, one fifty-three, four dollars and seventy-two cents. Look at Litecoin, seventy-two fifty-eight. Ripple was twenty-nine cents. Uh, what are we looking at here, family? What are we looking at? And this was what? This is a week ago. So from a week, and then we uh, let me see. Let me bring it over there. Hold on. I got you in one second. Let me grab this screen. Let me show you this comparison. So you see the prices now. And then these were the prices right here a week ago. I don't like my own shit. These are the prices a week ago. This is today. Look at the difference. 514 on EOS. Look at the difference, family. $4.72, Ethereum $153, Bitcoin $5,200, $5,700, $168, Litecoin $80, bucks. 
That best best time to go into positions is when everybody else is scared and uncertain about the market. Knowing that we're overall in a uh, quote unquote um bull uh you know, quote unquote bull market right now, others may say, you know what I mean? So it's best to treat it as such, you know? Um Yeah, it's looking it's looking nice out here, family. It's looking real nice out here. Alright, so uh, we got a couple of stories that we're going to uh, continue and go into. Uh, do we got any success stories? Before I move forward, do we have any success stories from over the last couple of days, weeks? Um, anything to that effect? We got any, ex- any success stories? Anybody want to share out there with the family? Like, man, I ended on this and now I'm up, uh, you know, such and such or uh, anything to that effect? Anybody out there? Let me go back and check. Let me see. Definitely if anybody want to share any type of success stories. What's going on, Costco Jones? Peace. Grand Rising. Brother Mobley, peace, power, and prosperity. What's going on? Brother Tim, Brother Jason, Miss Joy, Brother Chris, peace, peace, peace. I'm going to get that video sent to you uh, uh, swiftly, Brother Chris. Uh, Brother Darren, how's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Man, it's, it's looking nice out here, family. Uh, I mean, now this is the difference. A lot of individuals, you know, that may be new to the space were probably tiptoeing around and probably not sure what to do and are just now entering positions today. These are the facts of the matter. This is why you have to learn how to, uh, number one, risk management and how to read charts. Um, an individual asked earlier today, um, as far as what direction do they think or do individuals think Bitcoin is going to go? You know, the speculation is saying this, that, and the third. And when you come down to the uh, facts of reading charts, you know, you ain't got to go with speculation. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't, you ain't got to go with speculation. So I just took some uh, profit uh, over here trading with leverage on Ethereum. Let me get that out the way. I wanted to knock that out the way while I was going live. I don't want this to uh, interfere with anything that I'm doing. So, um... But uh, what was I just saying? Ah, yeah. You got to be able to, to read. Let me show y'all. Let me show y'all quick. Let me see. What are we looking at here? Let's, let's take a look real quick. Let's head over to trading view. For those that are in the decentralized finance uh, group, uh, uh, I put a suggestion out last night for y'all. Um, it was based on XLM versus USDT on Binance. And I was stating that, in my opinion, it, it was starting to create a head and shoulders. Um, we're going to look and see exactly what the end result of that is now. So we're just now coming up to the neckline. This is what we're looking to break to complete the head and shoulders. But it, uh, overall, it's a, uh, it's a uh, bullish uh, formation. So anybody that's in the DeFi group that uh, may want to speak up, got that call last night. It was around 9. I forgot where it was. It was around 9 something, though, the, uh, the price of uh, Stellar Lumens when I put it into the group. So just waiting for this right here to go ahead and play all the way out. Just waiting for this to go ahead and play all the way out right now.
see where that takes us. And this is just me scrolling through, uh, you know, the top top ten coins, trying to see what we got out there as far as uh, possible entry and exit levels. Let's see what we got going on. So first and foremost, first story that I'm going to be bringing to the family. Hold on, give me one second. Okay, we got that up. I just want to make sure everything's up over here and running all the levels. Uh, family, let me know if I can be heard clearly. Let me know if I can be heard clearly. Let me know if the screen is um clear for both YouTube and Facebook. Let me know if I'm clear on both uh on both platforms before I proceed. Also, family, if y'all can, please share this out. Please share this out. Please share this out. If you can, please share this out. Amir, if you held anything, it's all gone up pretty much. Getting closer to sitting green after almost a year in the red, for real, for real. Actually, that's not uh, true. You're saying if you held everything, pretty much it's gone up. But if you held anything from highs, then you're pretty much just making back what you made versus somebody that's trading and entering positions strategically and not just missing and guessing. I mean, of course, anybody could have been entering positions, but how many people enter positions when everything's in the red versus when everything's in the green? So even though, yes, the market has pumped right now, how many people are entering positions right now versus entering positions a week ago? A lot of people don't be entering positions when them red days be in this. So don't, uh, brother Chris, don't play it off like as far as like, oh, if anybody would have bust a move, that'd be good right now. That may be true, but how many people bust moves and know when to bust them? Not a lot. You know what I mean? Brother Parks, what's going on? Getting closer to sitting green after almost a year in red. For real, for real, the bear market is an accumulation phase. Y'all see, y'all, it's like, okay, brother, I heard right here, he said he sat damn near, uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the market been damn near a year in red, but time and time again, for anyone that's been following my page for any amount of time, I mean, man, the calls have been amazing. Throughout the whole bear market, the calls have been amazing and phenomenal. Like, it ain't, it's probably been a, a ratio of probably, I'm going to say 85%, 85% Ws. Probably 15% L's. If that, like, these are the facts. And I'm not talking about coins that, oh, I just show something after it shoots up. No, I'm talking about coins that nobody talks about in this space. I'm talking about calls that individuals ain't paying no attention to. Not just your average, hey, get in Bitcoin and watch it do it. No, not that. I'm talking about real live technical analysis. Let me see. Because everything's not going up. You got other, especially depending on what you're trading in. That's another thing we got to comprehend. The average individual out there is trading in Bitcoin. So even though, let me show you something. Let me see. Even though on the pictograph it's showing that everything is pretty much up right now, this is in USDT. Uh, when you look at Bitcoin, a lot of things be the direct opposite because as USDT is um, filling up, let me, in fact, let me show you. Let me see. Let's look at XLM. Let's see what it's doing versus Bitcoin. You see that? It's doing the complete opposite. So actually, nah, everything's not up right now. This is another thing we got to be able to comprehend and understand, family. You got to comprehend the uh, currency that you're trading in. For anyone that's trading in Bitcoin right now, you are not up in XLM. You understand what I mean? You have to be able to convert it and exit that coin 
in USDT right now unless you're going to sell for a loss in Bitcoin and hurry up and convert it over to USDT, which is a bunch of cross-conversions, you know what I mean, versus you understanding and understanding the difference between BTC and USDT uh, price gains because it's definitely a, a big difference uh, in the two. I mean, it, you can see that clearly right here with the example of XLM versus Bitcoin, and then when we look at XLM versus uh, versus the dollar, you see complete, complete, to two totally different charts. So, family, don't be um, fooled by the USD value if you don't have a USD equivalent on the exchange market that you're trading in. You understand what I mean? If you're trading in a coin and it only has a cryptocurrency exit as far as you can only exit versus BTC or ETH, and you look and you do see that the uh, dollar value is up, you have to pay attention to the, to the um, Satoshi equivalent that you entered at and where it's at presently, because you could be taking the L on the Bitcoin and Ethereum side, you know what I mean? So definitely something that we want to be uh, knowledgeable and pay attention to. Uh, first and foremost story coming through right now. Let me see what we got going on over here. Uh, coming through from Forbes, Bitcoin booming as Ethereum, Ripple's XRP, EOS, and Litecoin soar. And then, then here they go with the uh, here's why. Like, they got the ever... Uh, knowing crystal ball, you know what I mean? Like, they just know everything that's going to go on in this space. Like, it'd be real comical. Uh, let me see what we got going on over here. I cashed out six months' worth dollar cost average savings to put my down payment on the whip. Good shit. Peace, brother. Peace, brother. Do you use any Tron adapts? Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, I, I love Tron. Uh, okay. Clear over here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My uh, daughter actually has a Tron uh, wallet. Um, you can go watch a... Uh, you can actually go watch her do her own cryptocurrency transactions utilizing the Tron wallet and Tron link going from my wallet over to her uh, tablet. And she does it all on her own. She showed me last night, like, look, I'm going to go into my... She call it Bitcoin, though. She don't really comprehend that it's different currencies. You know what I mean? She was like, let me show you my Bitcoin. It went up. And she'll open up her wallet, which is... I mean, she made her own code, her own uh, passcode. And this was like two, damn that three weeks ago. She still knows that. Like, I don't know where the paper is. We wrote all the information on down, but... She got it, though, and she knows her shit. You see what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I mess with Tron. Tron is nice, fast. Uh, they got games over there for individuals to play. So that was one reason I uh, made her a Tron wallet. Um, let me see. Talking 2019. Yeah, that negative correlation with BTC. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If anybody uh, bought, bought uh, an equivalent of uh, currencies between 2019. But you're talking about investing, though. You got to look at it. I speak from a trader's point of view. I speak from getting in and getting out on the daily. So I didn't buy coins in December, and I just sat on them and held them to now. I didn't buy coins in January and just sat on them and tell them. You know what I'm saying? I didn't buy coins. In fact, I ain't do none of that. I trade. I'm a hustler. So um, we got to always remember that, that the way I look at this space is different from an investor's eyes. An investor would be like, like, what do you mean? Of course I'm up. We all, you know what I'm saying? We've been buying over the past two years. So nah, that ain't me. I'm getting in and I'm getting out. You know what I mean? Sticking and moving real quick. But, uh, Troy goes on to say, Bitcoin as a whole is now worth a hundred billion for the first time this year as the cryptocurrency market continues its bull run that began in early April. It just happens to be my birthday month, which, um, if we look back Prior, last year, um, it actually, we seen the market have a pump on, on my actual uh, solar return. Uh, the Bitcoin price, it goes on to say, hold on. I don't know why this thing be popping up now. There we go. The Bitcoin price has begun moving towards a psychological $6,000 mark after hovering around $5,500 for the past few weeks. 
Um, with the overall cryptocurrency market adding an eye-watering $40 billion to its value since early April, according to CoinMarketCap, which tracks most cryptocurrencies. Um, now, they're saying the $6,000 mark, in all actuality, in my opinion, I'm looking for us to test that 58 area. I think if we break 58, 59, 6,000, not even going to be a problem at all. Uh, the Bitcoin price surge follows a report that suggests that Bitcoin price has already bottomed for this market cycle and is now going to resume its march higher. Um, so, remember, this is coming from Forbes. Let me see how many people read this article so far. 382? Not bad. Uh, we continue to believe that the bottom is in. Analyst Delphi Digital, a digital asset research firm, wrote in a report out yesterday. This one-year-plus holder rate during the potential December bottom is within one year is within 1% of the one-year-plus holder rate during the previous cycle's bottom in January of 2015. Minimal selling comes from long-term holders throughout the consolidation period over the past few months. Hold on, let me see something. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to enter positions while I do this also with y'all, because I'm not really trying to miss none of this pump that's going on right now. Um, hmm. Okay, uh, what did I leave off at? The Bitcoin price is up 7% over the last 24-hour trading period. Now, 7%, if you were trading with any type of leverage, that could have been 70% or 700%. No, 70%, right? Um, any type of 1% to 10x leverage, 3x leverage, you multiply the percentages by the leverage that you're using. So if you're using 3x leverage, that 7% was uh, 21% for you. You understand what I mean? If you're using 10x, and of course, that was 70%. Uh, let me see, Bitcoin is up 7% over the last 24 hours, while Litecoin, which has been rising for months ahead of schedule, having later this year, is leading the market up almost 8%. Um, and for anyone that remembers way, 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 way back in December, back in December around uh, what some would call Christmas time, me stating for those that did celebrate uh, that holiday, um, you know, what type of idea or smart idea it would have been for you to grab Litecoin at I think it was twenty two to twenty five bucks at the time. I'm like, you know, it'd be a real slick idea for you to grab a paper wallet, a paper Litecoin wallet. You know, grab your loved one or um, younger child. Um, you know, your reflections, your seeds. As you know, the wealthy around times of gift bearing, they give out investments to their young ones and teach them the game in the right way. You know what I mean? Instead of just giving them material items and um, debt um, debt instruments. You know, so. I told individuals, man, get you a Litecoin paper wallet. Grab you one Litecoin right now with twenty twenty five. What was it? I think it was around twenty five bucks, maybe. And I'm like, man, throw it on the uh, on the wallet and throw it in the little uh, stocking. You know, a little stocking gift. Go ahead and laminate the little wallet. Like, man, it was real slick the way I put it together. Get you a little paper wallet, laminate it, send the Litecoin to it, throw it in the stocking as a gift. Twenty twenty five bucks. That's all it would have cost you back in December. Right now, Litecoin's trading at about $80 right now. So what type of gift bearing are we doing? Are we passing around debt instruments? Or, And I said this for an individual that was talking about the in-home banking thing. I'm like, if all you're doing is passing around cash, all you're doing is in-home debt distribution. You're not really passing around anything of wealth unless you're actually utilizing those financial instruments to the fullest of the extent that you can utilize them. And it's much more than just buying and paying for things. You understand what I mean? There's a lot of other financial instruments that you can utilize to your advantage out here also is just understanding that we're using things called financial instruments. That's what cryptocurrency is. It's just another form of financial instrument. It's a, dig it's a digital financial instrument. And an instrument is what? You play them. 
right? Don't you play instruments? So why are we not out here playing the money instead of getting played by the money? Are you the instrument or is that which you are supposed to be over controlling the instrument? Story goes on to say Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Ripples, XRP, and EOS have all climbed between 2 and 7% over the last... Yep, let me catch this. Hold on, family. Let me catch this right quick. Um, have climbed between the 2 and 7% over the last day's trading. Elsewhere... Elsewhere, Grayscale Investments, who I'll speak about, man, time and time again, who I'll speak about time and time again, um, Grayscale Investments, the world's largest cryptocurrency asset manager, has launched a campaign to try to convince investors to drop their gold holdings in exchange for Bitcoin, arguing Bitcoin will become the store of value for our digital age. Family, don't get it twisted and don't get it fucked up. Everyone drops their gold holdings. If you don't think Grayscale Investments is going to come right back up and scoop up the other store of value... You plumb the F, uh, plumb, plumb, plumb crazy. You know what I mean? You plumb crazy. Like, that ploy, look, I done, I done, I done been in the space and I done been in the street. So I understand game. I understand gaffers. I understand the alley, uh, the uh, overlay for the underlay. Like, even though what they're saying may be true, that this will become a store of value for our digital age, it does not take away the fact or the value of gold itself. So go ahead and follow what he's saying. Ditch your gold and go buy up all the Bitcoin and watch them come up and scoop up all the gold. It's almost equivalent to the exact same play that was done by, um, I don't know if anybody's been in the space that long, but Jamie Dimon played this exact same uh, play back in 2017. When Bitcoin, and this is, man, I'm talking about way back before 20000 was ever in the market. You can go back and check my post. Bitcoin had just hit 5000 for the very first time ever. Um, Jamie Dimon came out, who's the CEO of J.P. Morgan, I believe. And he said, you know, Bitcoin's a scam. You shouldn't be dealing with Bitcoin. If anyone, if I catch anyone dealing with Bitcoin that works for me, I'm going to fire him, yada, 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 yada. Bitcoin drops down to 2500 Bitcoin dropped down to 2500 the biggest investor in Bitcoin futures, I believe it was, was J.P. Morgan or one of the biggest investors at that time. So it's all a ploy, family. Everything is a game. Everything is a magic trick. You got to watch one hand but pay attention to what the other one's doing because they want you to look at that hand. You get what I'm saying? And, you know, this comes with, with, with um, I mean, just to be honest with you, to this whole investment world and all this stuff, I'm fairly new. But as far as on these platforms, but to invest in itself, nah. You know what I'm saying? School of Hard Knocks. What's going on, brother? Uh, Hutchison, peace, 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 peace. Uh, 2425, we have to be using an investment mindset with our daily lives. Facts, facts, facts. And I tell individuals this all the time. If you look at the fluctuation of everything that you go out there and pay for and buy for, everything has a fluctuation. Start watching the gas prices. When the gas prices go down, go grab you about three red gas tanks. Fill them up when the gas prices go down, right? Throw them to the side. Now, as gas prices are still down, you can go ahead and go on about your daily using the funds that you have presently while the gas prices are down. When gas prices go up, go and use those um, reserves that you got put to the side when gas prices are up. When the gas prices go back down, you go fill back up. Buy low, use high. Buy low, use high. It's the same, same, same analogy. And, and once you start paying, paying attention to the fluctuation, man, everything, I'm talking about from things in the store, bread, milk, um, eggs, uh, fruit, everything has a fluctuation, family. And if you can pay attention to that fluctuation and catch it when it's low and load up, you know what I'm saying, you'll start living, because everything runs on a cycle. If you start paying attention to it, everything runs on a cycle. Um, 
Bam, where did I leave off? I sort of went off. Oh, da, 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 da. Bitcoin and wider cryptocurrency markets uptick come as the industry is reeling from the news that Tether, the world's most popular stable coin, is not backed one-to-one uh, with cash, as had previously been thought. Uh, Tether has, however, managed to maintain its price following the revelations. Yeah, it, to be honest with you, Tether didn't even really move. You know what I mean? Tether didn't even really move. Uh, Bitcoin is, though, trading at a $300 premium on the Bitfinex cryptocurrency exchange, now over $6,000 per Bitcoin. So what does that mean, family? What does that mean? That means um, per other cryptocurrency exchange markets, right now Bitcoin is trading on Bitfinex at, six, at $300 higher than any other exchange market. That's what that means. Um, now, is there money to be made in that? I mean, arbitra- arbitration, um, if you can do it. Um, also, there's a way you can gaffle the system and actually make those type of profits right there. Going in one way, coming out the other way, going back in one way, coming out the other way. It's always a way. It's always a way or always a remedy. It's always a way to make it. Um, let me see. What do we leave off? What the actual price is and what's being used to translate to Bitcoin is part of the issue, said Bloomberg intelligence analyst Mike McGlone. People on Bitfinex are getting out of Tether, off the exchange, and what's the first thing you're going to buy if you don't want too much broad crypto exposure? Bitcoin. Meanwhile, Bitcoin dominance, a measure of Bitcoin's worth compared to the rest of the cryptocurrency market, has risen to its highest level so far this year, rising to above 55% after almost dipping under 50% just a few weeks ago. And that in and of itself is, um, is usually when you see the market start pumping up, you see BTC dominance start going down. So with us seeing that both of them going up, that's a good sign for Bitcoin. And like I said, that's coming from the revelations of the debacle going on with Tether right now. Patterns are all around us, and once we start to recognize and identify them, we will be in more control of our lives. Facts. That's why I use. That's one of the reasons why I like to utilize the Fibonacci retracement levels when I trade, because the Fibonacci retracement. If anyone who knows what Fibonacci is, the Fibonacci code, they say that that's God's pattern, God's number, God's code, um, the magical number. You know what I'm saying? The golden ratio. So just being able to utilize that in the financial market, in my opinion, is um, is key to future price prediction. And we've seen. I mean. Me, personally, I've, I've done it in front of my own eyes a number of times, but we've seen on this channel how many times we have put our setup and then come back later on and everything is as predicted. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes to the T, sometimes with a little bit of deviation. But for the most part, though, that, that Fibonacci code, for, for some reason, price action tends to uh, follow it. Um, let me see. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, that was the end of that. So, yeah, that's the first story coming in from Forbes. Damn, it's 9 o'clock already. I'll be jaw-jacking too much. I'm going to hurry up and get through with this. It's Friday. The money's surging in. I want to hurry up and get up out of this. Uh, I was going to go through this whole Bitcoin to cannabis thing that this Chinese investor is doing, but I'm going to skip through this. Dude, uh, well, no, nah, let me run through it real quick. The widespread adoption of blockchain is taking longer than expected. The slow recovery pace of the cryptocurrency industry is forcing blockchain investors to look for alternative sources of revenue to keep their business afloat. Some blockchain investors are now turning to cannabis to diversify their revenue stream. And I'm going to run through this real quick, family. So it ain't, it ain't that I'm talking fast. It's just that some people can't listen that fast. So you're listening too slow. You got to speed up your listening in order to comprehend what I'm saying. So because um, I, I wanted to get this story out. So it says tough times call for greener solutions. Hong Kong listed blockchain investor Grand Shores Technology is diversifying its investment portfolio to include cannabis with a 40% investment in Hanzu Yupu trading. The demand for cannabis is likely to increase shortly as more countless legalized the medicinal and recreational use of cannabis. Among its crypto ventures, the firm recently raised $12.5 million to back a Chinese yen pegged stablecoin. 
Industrial hemp is currently only two type. Industrial hemp is the currently is currently the only type of cannabis being grown in China, and it is restricted to two provinces, Heilongjiang and Yunnan. Um, for industrial and medicinal use, industrial hemp has the right components that meet these demands. Cannabid, cannabidiol, the active pharmaceutical ingredient in cannabis, can be extracted from industrial hemp while the rest of the plant is used for industrial purposes. Grand Shores Technology has partnered with Heilongjiang Hemp Research Institute, I probably slaughtered that, which has given them access to high-quality hemp seeds, which contain a high percentage of cannabid, cannabidiols compared to other strains. With high-quality raw material, Grand Shores Technology may control the supply of cannabis right from the source. Control the supply of cannabis right from the source. The cannabis market goes beyond recreational and medicinal. The industrial use of cannabis may be its holy grail. Um, so, yeah, that's enough of that. Um, moving right along to the next story. Oh, man. And this has to do with anybody that is... Um, creating any type of collateralized debt positions as of right now, or may have collateralized debt positions, um, what you should know is that the fee or the stability fee has been raised once again. It's up to 20%. Now, some individuals will say that this is high as far as um, APY. Um, you know, as far as what you have to pay at the end of the year. Is that a, or is that an APR? Hmm. APY or APR, one of those. But uh, anyways, when you look at the amount of interest that you have to pay back on a loan, um, even though in this case, in this scenario, the loan is completely yours and you loan yourself the money. So the interest um, goes into the platform continuing to run. But at the end of the day, you're the one that's reaping any type of benefits out of anything that you're doing with that. So um, for anyone that's familiar with the make a Dow system, let me see. Let me, let me, let me find the uh, actual news, though. Here we go. For anyone that's familiar with the system, what you're able to do is collateralize your own digital asset and give yourself a loan that's backed by that collateral up to 150%. Um, so, I mean, just as a, in a nutshell, real basic, you could throw in, say, $200 worth of Ethereum and withdraw $100. Now, some people are like, well, why the hell would I do that? Um, maybe you may have wanted to invest in Ethereum and you want to still spend money. So I can hold my Ethereum and still spend money. But I have to pay that money back at a later date, though I'm paying myself back and I'm coming back to get my Ethereum, right? Or I may want to invest in more Ethereum. So I throw the $200 worth of Ethereum in there, take out $100, go spend that $100 on Ethereum, and leverage it long. Also, what I can do is come back, take that $100 of Ethereum, put it back into the CDP, withdraw $50 worth of debt off that $100, go and buy $50 worth of Ethereum, Come in low, you know what I'm saying? What I mean? It's a million different ways you can play this system, family. So, is a 20% yearly fee high for an individual to be completely private and sovereign and being able to handle his own commercial affairs versus you having to have a middleman, having to sign paperwork? Think about it. This right here doesn't take any type of paperwork, any ID, any social security number, any age limit, any nationality um, discrimination, any type of. Um, Jurisdictional? Well, man, I don't know about jurisdictional. Hmm. I'm going to hold off on the jurisdictional. New York, uh, for anyone that's in New York, I would love to see if y'all can open a collateralized debt position. Unless you already have. Somebody from New York may be in this, uh, the, the, the uh, decentralized finance group. I'm not 100% sure. But um, when you see the, the ability um, and what this new space is allowing you to do as a quote-unquote sovereign entity, um, 
you know what I'm saying, being your own bank, uh, it's quite it's quite interesting and phenomenal. Remember, these are just the beginning stages, family. These are just the beginning stages. Hell, I, me personally, I'm 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 about this life right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm about this decentralization. So anything that we got to go through, the uh, you know what I'm saying? People talking about they got it out. They they all oh, they got it now, but they got it right out the mud. This is getting it out the mud right now. Anybody that's in the cryptocurrency space right now, if you can look back five years from now, ten years from now. And you wealthy beyond what you would have expected out of this. You can see I got this shit out the mud because I was here when nobody else was really messing with this. You understand what I mean? So you definitely got to pat yourself on the back, especially those out here. This is one thing that I don't think a lot of us really comprehend, and I'm going to get on with the story. You got to know that you're playing one of the biggest games, one of the biggest games in the world right now. For anyone that's trading on the Binance exchange market, you do realize you're trading against some of the most skilled professionals in the world, right? As well as some of the most highly advanced artificial intelligence trading bots in the world. You got to know that. So if you're able to get on Binance and pull out trades and get money off of that and make a profit out of the largest exchange market per 24-hour volume is doing anywhere from 10 to $15 billion a day, then you got to pat yourself on the back and toast one because what we do, for those of you that are really, really in this space, is not easy. It's not simple to get on here and read these charts. This is really, truly looking into the matrix. Let me, for those that may be new, let's just, let's just real quick. Let's go take a look at it. Let's take a look at, uh, let me see. What's something that I got over here? Let's take a look at some charts real quick and, and show individuals what I mean by um, you're looking into the matrix. In fact, I'm gonna show y'all a couple of different, um, I'm gonna show y'all a couple of different matrices. Let me see. Show y'all what staring into the matrix looks like and being able to understand exactly what you're reading. In fact, I wish I could show y'all the L bank I was doing on my laptop or on my tablet the other day. Everything was in Chinese and I could still run through it because I'm so used to how this system works that I understand where certain things are placed and I understand the template that they set out. You understand what I mean? Uh, let's see. Let's look at Bitcoin versus what? Uh, what was I doing my class on last night? The Euro? Let's see. Let's look at BTC versus Tether on Binance. Go out into a day chart. So standing something like this. This is pretty much the matrix. Somebody would come and look at this and really wouldn't comprehend what they're looking at and what all, any, any and all these things mean, all these lines everywhere. This is Matrix, family. You being able to come over here and read this, you know what type of triggers you got to have within your mental capacity to open up and allow you to understand and comprehend what you're looking at, especially somebody that didn't go to school for this shit. If you sat in front of this computer and you learned this on your own, you got to toast one to yourself. Let's go over here. Let's start trading on the uh, DYDX, which is just derivatives, right? which interacts with the MetaMask. So you gotta interact with MetaMask. But right over here, we can trade. This is permissionless trading right here. This is DeFi, what we're looking at right now. This is decentralized financing. Right now, it's asking me to contract with it, saying, uh, can we interact with your uh, MetaMask? And I am consenting because all contract is voluntary. So I'm consenting to that contract right now. 
All contract is voluntary. Always remember that. Let's look at settled finance. This is another one. We can see that we're interacting right now. This is the portfolio. We got our CDP station. We have our risk checker. What else? What else? What else? What else was I over here using recently? Oh, for anyone that was uh, in the uh, beginner's class the other day, um, if we remember, I deposited about $9 into the decentralized uh, bank uh, savings account or interest-bearing account uh, called Compound Finance. Uh, let's go take a look at that real quick live. Let's see what type of interest I've gained off that $9, just $9. What are we looking at right here? These are futures right here going through. This is who got wrecked. Let me see. Where's that AG at, though? There we go. This is a de uh, DEX arbitrage where we can find trades. So let's say we're looking for DIDA Ethereum, right? or Binance to, uh, with Ethereum. We can go and find trades and see what the best uh, price is. So when we go down here, let's see what it's showing us. Bancor, DDDX, the best trade right now is on Bancor for Ethereum versus uh, Binance. That's the best trade as of right now on decentralized exchanges. Let's look and see, let's look for basic attention token. Let's say we want to grab 1,000 basic attention tokens with Ethereum. Let's find the best trade out there. So right now the best trade is on radar. Oh, no. No, the best trade is on Kyber Network as of right now. It knocked radar relay right out of the box. See how I'm using this space family? Let's go over here to uh, Compound. Let's see what we got going on over here. Once again, it's asking to contract with me. Once again, it's asking to contract with me. So I'm going to connect. We can see clearly I got $9.18 in my bank account. Um, I, I can borrow against that $9.18. $5.74 and still be safe. Come on, man. Right now, um, I'm getting 7.5% APR. That's 7.5% APR. Um, I placed this in here on May 2nd at 12.37 a.m., right? So far, I've gained 0.0032 die. And it's only been in there since the 2nd. Today's the 3rd. Oh, shit. Well, since, what, yesterday? Yeah. And I've already gained a small amount of interest. Just within a day. Your bank accounts ain't doing that, family. Your bank accounts ain't doing that. So, um, you know, that's the space we living in. Uh, moving right along with the story. I know I got a little sidetrack right there. I do apologize. Let me see. Let me make sure the people are still with me. Miss L, how we doing? Brother Trotter, Brother Douglas, Brother Polo, Brother Kenny, Miss Payne, Brother Reynolds. Brother Grimes, how we doing out there? Grand Rising, everybody tuning in right now. Let me see what we got over here on the uh, YouTube side of things. 
Uh, Brother Costco, Brother Bay, what would you say is the best and easiest platform to trade crypto? Uh, Binance, in my opinion, Binance. In a sense, depending. If you just want to just like really just flat out trade cryptocurrency, Binance. If you want to use leverage, um, Dragonex. If you want to use high leverage, uh, Bit, uh, buy Bit. Um, KuCoin shares is nice. I like KuCoin though. KuCoin is real user friendly. Um, man, it's a number of different exchanges. Excuse me, number of different exchanges. But uh, let's see. I've already jaw jacked for about a good hour. Um, hmm. I ain't even got to cover this story. We see what Bitcoin's doing right now. We see what Bitcoin's doing. They just, they basically just talking about it, uh, trading above fifty eight hundred. And all the top 20 coins rally. So the same thing I'm talking about. That's all. That's all they're speaking about, family. Nothing too much. So what we're going to do now is get right over into the coin count, man. Top 20 coins. Top 20 coins. Oh, no. That's what we was going over. I apologize, family. That's how I got sidetracked going over into the decentralized finance space. All right. So the dollar peg stable coin die is still trading below $1, but it's now considered to be in a stable position. From 0.5% is now to now 16.5% of the stability fee has been increased 33 fold over the past three months. Now, MakerDAO, oh, hold on, let me look at my position. Here we go. I'm up two point, in fact, let me show y'all real quick what I got going on over here. Just real quick. And this is the one that I'm testing out that you sent me, uh, Miss Payne. When I see what Bitcoin was doing, I'm like, okay, well, let me go over here and go ahead and utilize some of this leverage real quick. So, uh, let me see. Right now, I'm utilizing uh, 40x uh, leverage. I'm up 2.18% on my trade. But no, my, my leverage is at 50x. Excuse me. Ah, right, well. So, yeah, I got a 50x leverage on right now. Cut loss at $169. You can see I'm up 2.18% right now. And this is the head and shoulders that I told you. This is the head and shoulders I synced on Ethereum. This is the head and shoulders that I synced on Ethereum right here. And then we see what it gave us, right? We see what it gave us in the end. So, real nice play, real nice play. Um... And the funds that I'm trading with, I took a loan out for. I took a loan out against my own collateral. And I loaned myself the money and came over here and traded with it. And now I'm up 2.18%. I can quit off right now and be like, well, I got more than a bank gives you in two years. Am I correct? Well, no, nah, maybe a year. Some banks give up to 2.4%, I believe, in a savings account, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let me see. Moving right along with the story, though. The dollar peg die stable coin. It's still trading below $1, but it's now considered to be in a stable position. Uh, from 0.5%, it's up 33%. Mega Dow tokens now have gained voted to increase fees by another 3% to sit at 19.5%. Um, according to meeting minutes published on Reddit, COO of the Mega Dow Foundation, Stephen Becker, highlighted during today's governance and risk call. In using the stability free, progress has been made. Whew, let me show y'all real quick. This what I'm talking about. Now, I'm going to go ahead and take this live right now. Because I don't want to miss out on this. Um, let me show y'all. And I was just up damn near 10%. But um, 
Damn, I was just up 10%. I'm going to go ahead and cut out while I'm up. I'm going to cut out with my 8% motherfucker. Ah, well, I cut out with 6.5% gains. That's cool. And that's just because, like I said, I can't watch this uh, constantly. You know what I mean? So that was a good move. That was a good one for the good guys. Good demonstration, too. Good demonstration for the family to see. Um, I hope everybody was able to see that uh, clearly. Moving right along with the story. And that was a good one. That was a good that was a good one. And I ain't been in that trade no longer, family, than uh shit. Um I ain't been in that trade no longer. I mean, what, probably about ten minutes? That's probably like ten minutes. Quick scout. Uh since February, token holders uh behind the primary lending platform for die issuance make a DAO. Oh, okay. Uh, the COO said, in using the stability fee, progress has been made. The peg is stable. Just a few percentage points below where it needs to be. Since February, token holders behind the primary lending platform for DAI issuance, Make a DAO, has been increasing what is called a stability fee in efforts to make DAI loans more expensive. In doing so, the aim is to retract market supply of DAI and push DAI price up to dollar valuation. Um, now, the only thing about using that, that platform, like I told you, Miss uh, Payne, is that you can't set no stop limits on it. So um, when we look at a platform like, let me see, let me show y'all real quick. Slow motion, better than no motion. Uh, hold on. Let me see what we got going on over here. up on that. Give me one second, family. I'm trying to bring up another uh, platform to show you another example uh, where you can trade with leverage, but you're allowed to set your take profit and stop limits and trading stop losses along with those orders. Um, let me see. For some reason, it won't load up. I'm trying to get Bybit to pop up for us. Okay, here we go. Let me shrink this down real quick. And let me pull this. Alright, so you can see I'm trading with Ripple right now. I'm up 3.59%, right? Uh, what am I trading with over here on Ripple? It's just a couple of dollars on Ripple. Um, what do I got? I'm trading with 10x leverage. Now, the thing that I like about Bybit is that you can raise your leverage up right in the middle of the trade. So I can go up 20, I can go up 25x. So now I'm trading with 25x leverage. You know what I mean? It just changed my position. My leverage has risen. Uh, you can see I got an amount of XRP coins back for raising it. Now I'm up 10%. In fact, let me take this too. There we go. So I just took that. Um, so let's say I wanted to enter another position on Ripple, right? 
let me see. Let me go back to 10x. Because remember, we're playing with 10x leverage here. So if I want to say trade with 100 bucks, right, I got to put up $10. So right now, all I got to do is put up 33 ripples to trade with $100. Those 33 ripples is going to be the equivalent of 327 ripple. You draw? Now, so what I do is if I'm long on ripple, I will come in, place my long position. Uh, what are we? What is that? 30, 58. So we'll be coming in down here waiting to get picked up. I can come in here and set my take profit at 25%, set my stop loss at 5%, and just as a demonstration, we'll let this one sit here and rock. So now my, all my orders have been placed, and I can go on about my business. That's why I like that one over Bit7, but Bit7 is uh, pretty high, high, uh, high pace, though. I like, I like that also. So uh, it just comes down to utilizing... Uh, or understanding what platforms you're using, family. Don't just jump out the gate and jump out the door and just get to using any and everything. You know what I mean? And, and then don't send large lumps of money over there. I mean, just to be honest with you, family, if you can trade, peep this, if you can trade with anywhere from 10 to 100x leverage, why wouldn't you just send $50 over there? You're trading with $500, am I correct? Come on, would that be 5000 if it's 100 Hmm. Yeah, just send $50 over there. You can leverage it. Uh, you can leverage it and stretch it to, uh, you know, beyond what it is. You know what I mean? And that's just, I mean, send $20 over there. And I'm not, this isn't financial advice. Let me put this out there right now also. I don't want anybody to get it misconstrued, get it twisted, think it is what it ain't. This is not any type of financial advice, family. This is not financial advice. I can't give financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. Uh, this is for entertainment purposes only. I'm just a guy that's sharing a little bit of information about cryptocurrency. That's it. That's all. So do not take any of this as financial advice. You may be able to take it as some type of educational advice, but don't take it as financial advice. Please don't. All right. Uh, moving right along. Let me see. Where do we leave off at? Uh, the outcome. Uh, since February, token holders behind the primary lending platform for DAI issuance, MakerDAO, has been increasing what is called a stability fee in efforts to make the DAI loans more expensive. In doing so, the aim is to retract market supply of DAI and push DAI price up to dollar valuation, which once it happens, they can easily vote and um, decrease the uh, stability fee. The outcome of this week's vote, um, if you go look at the last couple of stability fees they've done, they actually went up to 0.5 at one time and went down um, and then came back up to 1.5. The outcome of this week's vote, according to the head of community development, Richard Brown, was a neck-and-neck neck race between 2 and 3%. Starting Friday, a secondary vote will be held to execute that increase into the programmatic lending system. Taking a step back, MakerDAO was the most popular decentralized finance, or DeFi, application in the cryptocurrency space to date. So, what does that mean for those individuals out there that know how to use that? What does that mean? How advanced does that make you? You know what I mean? Uh, it holds over $300 million worth of Ethereum, just this one platform. I told y'all, and I've showed y'all that plenty of times, it's over a quarter billion dollars. Um, with the second most popular DeFi application, crypto lending application, Compound, who I just showed y'all, only holding about $33 million. So, then they go to them three, three, threes. Wow. Um, soon, MakerDAO will also hold millions worth of other cryptocurrencies outside of Ether through an ambitious, ambitious upgrade to introduce what is called multi-collateral DAI. And this is exactly what I'm waiting on. For now, the stablecoin DAI is solely backed by native Ethereum cryptocurrency, Ether, and has a fixed supply cap of $100 million. 
So what they're saying right now is for every dollar that's out there issued right now, it's backed by a certain amount of collateral, unlike regular Federal Reserve notes that are backed by absolutely nothing. So for every USDT, USDC, True USD, Gemini USD, Paxo that's backed by a Federal Reserve note in a reserve is actually backed by something that's not backed by anything. Hmm, interesting. Uh, meeting details. Given a persistent imbalance in dye supply and demand, certain community members have advocated in the past that the supply cap on dye uh, be reduced as an additional measure to the stability fee increase. However, as stated by Vicious Kadri of the MakerDAO Foundation Risk Team, consecutive stability fee increases to seem, do seem to be having a measurable impact on dye price, which presently sits between 97 and 98 cents. What we've really seen is that we've um, is that we as we've increased stability fee over the last few weeks, the dye's price has stabilized a bit. Said Kadri during uh, today's call, there has been a lot going on with ether and with tether. So as always, take everything with a grain of salt. But I think that it's a positive positive indicator that we're going that we're doing exact that what we're doing actually has an impact. Cyrus Yonesi, risk management leader lead risk management lead at MakerDAO Foundation. It's a foundation. I understand what a foundation is. It's an estate. It's a trust. Agreed, saying that it seemed like we're headed in the right direction and that perhaps more consideration should now be given over when to halt stability fee increases. Yonesi asks, when do we know the peg has been fixed? What kind of indicators are we looking for? What's the amount of time we're comfortable observing die trade around $1 before we consider corresponding stability fee charges? Excuse me, changes. So they're ready to go ahead and cap off the stability fee and get it at a nice stable, um, you know, percentage. I'm all for it. Like I said, I'm all about this decentralization of um, life itself. So, um, family, that was the first half of Coffee and Crypto. What time is it? 9.30. Um, pretty good hour. That was a pretty good hour. Um, a lot of information shared. Now we're going to get into the top 20 coins. Also, along with the top 20 coins, family, what I also do at the end is I do a uh, coin request where individuals that are trading, trying to trade, looking to trade, um, you can put out any type of coin request that you may want to ask and look for an entry, exit, stop limit. Um, one coin per person, please. Don't come in and say four or five coins. You know what I mean? Um, let me know what you're looking for also, if anything. Also, remember, this ain't financial advice, family. This is just for entertainment. Um, for those that wish to donate... To the Bitcoin Block Bully for Financial Fridays. You can always donate at um, you can always donate at Cash App Alamarak. That's Cash App Dollar Sign A L A M I R A K. Cash App Dollar Sign A L A M I R A K. Um, also, for those that wish to donate any amount of cryptocurrency, be it Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, Dash, Binance, uh, Digitex. Um, Pundix, whatever the case may be, just hit me up on the inbox of the DM and I can gladly get you the uh, address. Uh, moving right along now, what we're going to take a look at real quick is let's go take a look at Live Coin Watch. Let's see exactly how much money we got in the market right now, what a 24 hour volume is, and what the BTC dominance is. God damn, look at that. Family, we just had 180 billion. We had 189 billion right now. I'm going to say that again. We're damn near back up to $190 billion. Right now, you got a circulating market cap of $189 billion. Oh, hold on. Where's my charger? Let me slow up real quick. Also, let me stop New Money Matrix Podcast. Damn near. Right back with it. New Money Matrix Podcast. We're coming back in right now with the uh, breakdown. Top 20 coins. Biggest gainers. Biggest losers. Um, we got a 24-hour uh, market cap right now of 108 No. We had a circulating market cap of $189,286,529,488. Let's 
Now, we get a 24-hour volume. This is within the last 24 hours, right? Within the cryptocurrency space. That's why I say if you can't come over here and make 50 bucks and they just did 25 billion overnight. I'm going to say that again. We ran through $25,804,929,053 last night. And that don't account for no decentralized exchanges, the coins in our on here. That we probably went through $30 billion last night, family. $30 billion liquid. Moving. Currency. Moon. Money. Money. Moon energy. Currency. Current. BTC dominance right now at 55.22%. Damn, we almost at 6,000, family. Let's go ahead and get with the countdown. Coming in at number one. Family, if y'all not using leverage right now, oh, my God, man. I don't know what's going on. I, I, I hope and pray y'all using some type of leverage out here. Coming in at number one, we got Bitcoin. Big Bank Hank Bitcoin trading at $5,909, up 6.1% within the last 24.4% within the last hour. Coming in at number two, we got Ethereum trading at $171, up 4.3% within the last 24 um, coming in number three, we got Ripple trading at 31 cents, up 2.4% within the last 24, 4.4% within the last hour. Coming in number five, we got Bitcoin Cash trading at $297, $297, up 7% within the last 24 hours. Um, coming in at number five, who was that? That was Bitcoin Cash. Peace, peace, zigzag, what's going on, broski? What's going on with you? Uh, where we at? Litecoin trading at $81.88. Wow. $81.88. Man. From, from, from December lows of around 20, 25 bucks. And they say crypto is a scam. And that it's not a good investment. Man, it's starting to blow me right here. There we go. Uh, I used to have to talk fast like them auctioneers. That's that old school uh, quick talk in Chicago. Uh, quick talk, slick talk. Uh, coming in number six, we got EOS trading at $5.18, up 7% within the last 24. Coming in number seven, we got Binance Coin trading at $23.55, up 3.04% within the last 24 hours. Coming in number eight, we got Tether, USDT which is the cryptocurrency equivalent to the United States dollar. Look how off it is. While DAI is under a dollar, you know, at 98, 97 cent, Tether is up to a dollar oh three. That's why you got over $6,000 over there on Bitfinex because it's running off of Tether, even though it's down 0.9% right now. Coming in at number nine, you got Stellar Lumen trading at 10 cent, up 0.6% within the last 24, 0.4% within the last hour. Still waiting for this one to bust. When it goes, though, coming in number 10, we got Cardano. That's what I mean by everything's not up right now. You got certain coins out here that's not up in the last 24 hours, though a majority of the market is up, though. Uh, coming in number 10, you got Cardano. Now, what's strange about this, I'm going to show y'all something. Mm, and I ain't did this in a while. I'm going to show y'all something. This is how you... Let me see. So what would that be? What would that be? If Binance Coin is down 2.75% in BTC. And BTC is 6.19%. That means Binance Coin... Per BTC, let me see something real quick. Let me see if my math is still right. 
Uh, what are we looking at in USD right now? Let's look at this in BTC. That'd be that'd be two point. Let me see. So Ethereum would be two point two seven. Let me see if I'm correct here. Waiting for it to make a transition from USD over to BTC. I don't know why it's taking so long. There we go. 1.7. I said 2.7. 1.7. So 1.75. So. And family, you got you to gotta understand what I'm doing right now. I'm showing y'all some game right now. Just because it's a, a faster interface, I'm gonna come over. I'm gonna look at Coin Market Cap real quick. Just we got we got a faster flip over here. So yeah, that would be negative one. be negative four got you got you got you got you okay so peep this out when you're looking at these right let's say you're trading to get versus bitcoin and you don't have a usdt market to trade against um i'm gonna use monero for instance when we look at monero monero is telling you that it's up 6.33 percent when our actuality monero is down in btc what point four percent let me see let me see if I'm, I'm calculating this right. Uh, so we'll be looking at this in BTC. Yeah, so I was right, 0.4%. It's down 0.4%. I was correct. That's the math I'm talking about. Okay, got it. So... Anytime you're looking at USDT value and you're trading in Bitcoin, you got to understand that there's a big difference and that you can actually lose out on your Bitcoin thinking that you're gaining if you sell at a certain price in BTC and then BTC goes back to where it was. So just for instance, overnight, Bitcoin had a 6% gain. Let's say we look at a majority of these coins and, we, and it, it seems as if we're up, right? But we're trading them versus Bitcoin. Those sales that you take per Bitcoin... Um, let me see. Let's look for another one. For instance, Tezos. Right now, if you was to sell Tezos right now, you would be selling at a loss. If Now, if you're trading it against Bitcoin, pay attention. This is if you're trading it against Bitcoin. This is if there is not a USDT market for you to trade it against. If there is, I suggest you trade it against USDT because looking at Bitcoin and USDT value are two totally different things. So if I'm trading Tezos versus the uh, Bitcoin, right? And I'm looking at USDT value, and it's like, oh, fuck, I'm up 5.41%, right? Um, I would really be down, what is that, 0.9? Let's see. I'm really down damn near percentages, if I'm not mistaken. Let's look at our BTC equivalent. Go down to Tezos. Because you want to comprehend this, family, because I'm telling you, you're going to take a loss. Or you're not going to get as much of a gain that you think you're getting. So let's wait for the conversion to pop over. And we're going to see Tezos, the percentage that you're gaining right now, only 5.53%. 5.53%. 
So that means you're down 0.57%. You see that? If you sell, if you sell Tesla's right now, you're trading versus Bitcoin, you're, look, you're taking the L. Look at this. Look at all the red out here, family. Look at all this red. This is how it looks if you're trading versus Bitcoin right now. Don't get it twisted and don't be fooled. Learn exactly what you're doing out here. Understand the currency pairs. If you're trading against Bitcoin right now, you do not see the gains that you think you see. Unless you're going to sell every single one of your positions out of Bitcoin and then quickly switch it from Bitcoin over to USDT. That's the only way you're going to be able to see these gains. But if you... Okay. Ah, oh, man. How do I put it? If you switch it over to Bitcoin right now, just leave it in Bitcoin, and Bitcoin goes back to where it was with the 6% gains lost, then you're going to see the loss in dollar value that you add. In order for you to see the actual dollar gain that you're looking at, you'll have to sell your assets for Bitcoin from Bitcoin over to USDT and leave it in USDT or start trading again versus Bitcoin. I hope I didn't lose anybody with that, and I hope we understand what I'm saying right here. Let me know if, if we understand exactly what I'm trying to uh, say. Brother Walter, what's going on? But, uh, yeah, let me go ahead and get through with this countdown. It's already 10 o'clock. I should have been done with this. Uh, cutting into my time. Trading time. Where we leave off at? Stella. And we're looking at it in Bitcoin right now. So, in fact, I'm going to read the rest of this off in Bitcoin. Where do we leave off at? Uh, Stella Lumens. Stella Lumens right now, 1,769 sats, down 4.7% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 10, you got Cardano at 1,226 sats, down 2.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number 11, you got Tron trading at 422 sats, down 4.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number 12, you got Monero trading at 1,184,000, 1,185,130 sats, down 0.1% within the last 24, up 0.3% within the last hour. This is for my Bitcoin traders right here. Coming in at number 13, you got Dash trading at 2,078,169 Satoshis, down 3.6% within the last 24, up 0.6% within the last hour. Coming in at number 15, you got Bitcoin SV and family. Y'all don't get this nowhere else. There, I, show me one YouTuber that's showing that, or a Facebooker or crypto consultant or whatever that's showing y'all these prices in Bitcoin. Not in dollars, in Bitcoin, because the majority of you are trading in Bitcoin. Coming in at number 15, you got Bitcoin SV trading at 939,572 stats, down 4.4% within the last 24, up 0.09% within the last hour. Coming in at number 16, you got IOTA trading at 4,997 stats, down 3.9% within the last hour. Coming in at number 17, Tezos. Trading at 22,748 sats, down 0.6% within the last hour. Coming in number 18, you got Ethereum Classic trading at 10,000, no, 104,216 uh, Satoshis, down 1.9% within the last hour. Coming in number 19, you got Neo trading at 173,509 sats, down 9.18% within the last 24 hours. Family, how do you figure out if you're up or down? You go, you look at your order history. You see what price in Bitcoin you paid for Neo. Or any other currency. So let's say I got in at NEO at 1,650, no, 164,444 sats. Regardless of what the dollar value is right now, I'm up in my Satoshi count. Coming in number 20, Ontology trading at 19,835 Satoshis, down 1.3% within the last 24 hours. Family, that is your top 20 coins mixed and matched between USD and BTC, showing you your gains and your losses. And it's a Definitely a different picture when you look at this in BTC, which is the native currency that the majority of you may be trading on these currencies exchanges. And, I, and you want to know how I can tell that? Because a lot of individuals tell me they don't even use USDT. 
They're like, oh, or they ask me what is USDT and what it's supposed to be used for. So me, for so for the amount of people that ask me what USDT is and what it's used for, I can tell you're not trading in dollar value on your exchange markets. You're trading in BTC. So pay attention to the BTC count. I say this all the time. It's not about the dollar amount. It's only about the coin count. Now, moving over into the uh, top 20 coins, I guess we'll look at this in dollar amount just to make it back familiar for individuals. But I'm telling you, you sh man, I'm telling y'all, y'all highly mistaken looking at all this in USD. Highly mistaken. Let me see what we got going on. Alright, moving in towards the end of the show. We got about three minutes left. No, about seven minutes left. Um, biggest losers right now in the USDT market. Let me see what we got. Remember I told y'all to pay attention. Wasn't this big just on the biggest gainers list? Isn't it now on the biggest losers list? Let's refresh real quick. Let's make sure. So much decentralized finance tools out here for the world to use. Today was one hell of a show for anybody that caught it. One hell of a show. Just like yesterday. Yesterday's show was pretty nice. All right, so we're looking at it in the USD. Now we're looking at the biggest losers right now. In USD... You got Dent, Maximine Coin, BTT, Neo, Binance, Loop Ring, Odom, Populous, Nose, Digibyte, who just went on the biggest gainers list, Engine, Stratus, Verge, Pundix, IMB, Wax, Walton, Neem, Icon, Monocoin. Um, and we'll leave it at that. Those are your biggest losers right now, family. Um, I don't know how Dent's on here. It's only down 1.5%. Hold on, that might be a glitch. Your biggest gains coming out of Litecoin. There you go. Your biggest loser right now is Maximine Coin with 6% uh, losses. 6% loss right now. Now, looking at the flip side of things, this is not who you want to look at the end of though. This is people that have been pumped already. Litecoin up 9%. Aeon up 8%. Bitcoin Gold up 8%. Decreed up 7%. Aurora up 12%. Damn. One of my picks, family. How many? I mean, one of my picks. 12% gains today also. Mixing up seven. I know the individual that let me pay for these rings that I got, these crystal rings with that AOA coin. I know he's very happy right now with that purchase, with that commercial transaction. Uh, May save coin up 7.2%. EOS up 6.9%. Bitcoin Cash, Chainlink, Electronium, who somebody asked me about the other day, gains of 6.3% right now. Um, real quick, let's take a look at the coins. Somebody asked for Chainlink. Look at it versus Tether on Binance. So just being added to the tether, uh, hmm. There we go. Ah, see, I got I got some analysis over here already. So yeah, since however long last time I was over here, I guess we were trading in this range. We broke out of this. Damn, broke it up, man. Broke out of this. Very nice to the upside, and it came right back through it. Now pay attention to this, family. This is why I use these tools the way I do. Look at the pitchfork. Now pay attention to uh price action. You see, we were using this as support, touch point, touch point, resistance, 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 broke back down, support, broke up, used at 75% as uh, resistance, broke back down. We broke outside of the trend, found lower level of support, and then used the trend line as resistance. You see that? Came back inside, used the heart line as resistance, broke back down, but we got picked back up by our lower trend level. You see that, the blue line right there? We got picked up, right? Now, what happened? We broke back up, 
came down, used the heart line and support. Came, we broke outside of this level, though. We broke outside of the trend. Came back down, still used a 75% trend line and support. And we broke out of it. What happened? We came back down, we retested the trend line and support. But we weren't able to hold. So what happened? We broke down at that 75%. Pay, look at this. Look at this one little... Man, man. Let me show y'all. This is the type of stuff y'all got to start paying attention to. Look at this little space right here. Where we stayed well within the trend. Well within the 75% trend line. Use it as support. Our resistance was to the upside. We broke down first. Heart line broke down second. Retest 25%. Bounce up. 75% resistant. Reset. I mean retest 25%. This time we do test the higher limits of the uh, trend line. Weren't able to hold. Break back down. Heart line support. Turn into resistance. 25% support, heart line resistance, 75%, right? Resistance broke back down to your lower level of uh, the trend line. You held it for a minute and then you broke back down. What are you doing? Retesting these same. <laughs> this is the retest I was telling you about last night, brother Trotter. Look at this. You see the resistance that we had back here? See how we came back down and retested it? I ain't put this shit. This shit been here. I ain't came and look at chain link in a while. So this stuff been here. Came right back down and retested it again. So that's a nice retest. What does that tell you? I mean, shit, I would be looking to enter positions. We were already retesting the previous. Dang, that's nice. That's actually very nice. Let me see. So. Hmm. Uh, we are eighty four ninety eight right now. Um, hold on, this must be reversed. Gotta be, cause that's wrong. There we go. Your two three six is at ninety five twenty. Your three eight two is at ten three ten thousand three seventy seven. Um, your six one eight is at eleven thousand seven. No, your fifty is at eleven thousand seventy one, and your six one eight is at eleven thousand seven hundred and sixty four. So if we was to bounce right here, your normal levels of retracement are between the three eight two and the six one eight. So you're looking for profit. If you're, if you're looking for a bounce here, right? If we found a bottom, your first resistance is going to come in at the 236. That's 15% gains. Your second resistance is going to come in at the 382. That's 24%. Normal le levels of retracement are between 382 and the 618. You're looking for anywhere from, if you bounce, you're looking for anywhere from 15 to 40% gains, re respectfully. Respectfully, that's not even just going back up or reaching previous highs. That's for chain link. Let me see if we got any other requests because I'm about to get up out of here. Like I said, anybody want to send uh, closing donations? Donations, Alamarat, Cash App, Alamarat. I want to thank everybody that tuned in for the early rising show of Coffee and Crypto. And that was a quick hour and a half, man. Uh, let me see if we got any questions. Any questions or comments in, uh, in um, closing? Fiat money is the blood which fuels this corrupt system. Change it up and bleed the system dry. Yep. Facts. Makes perfect sense. Let me see. With that being said, with that being said, with that being said, I haven't had anybody sign up for Decentralized Finance this week. I haven't had anybody sign up for Decentralized Finance this week. Uh, those classes or workshops are usually held on Friday and Saturday, Friday evening, Saturday, Saturday rising. 
So, um, I also haven't had anybody sign up for the trading workshops yet. Y'all gotta understand, learning to read charts and trading are two totally different things. You can read charts and not know how to trade worth the shit. Just to be honest with you. So, uh, understand the difference, family. With that being said, um, New Money Matrix podcast, YouTube, Facebook. I wanna thank everybody that tuned in with me. Until the next video, until the next podcast, this is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.